So, uh, two years from now, you buy a home. Whoa. Where? Um, it's the east side. It, it's like, uh, like where, like where Manor dead ends. So I, I live in Austin. Yeah. You live uh, pretty east. Okay. And, um, you think to yourself like, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm kind of farther away from, you know, downtown and, and stuff like that, uh, that I'd like, but sometimes you're glad that there, that you don't have to deal with the hustle and bustle, man. It can be a lot. Sometimes it can be a lot, but hustle and bustle. And you think to yourself like, man, in 10 years, like this area is going to be unrecognizable. It's going to be built up so much. It's going to be like, yeah, you know, so you're just like, so, you know, <clears throat> my place will be worth more. Why did I decide to come back to Austin or stay here? If I, um, you, you came into some money, but it stipulated that it had to be okay. used in Austin to support okay. the Austin economy. Okay. You won a uh, dart contest. A dart contest? Yeah. I, am I good at darts or do I just get really lucky? Man, it's funny because you just enter it as a lark. You're like, yeah, yeah. Hell, it's 10 bucks, sure. It's at a bar. Like everybody, like all your friends are like, oh yeah, let's enter. Let's get drunk and throw darts. Okay. The bar is called uh, Chubbs's. Chubbs's is a a bar run by a, a man called Chubbs. Rufus Chubbs. Rufus Chubbs. <laughs> yeah. And the bar is in his like, named after him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Chubbs's. All right. It's, it's a pretty fun bar. Chubbs's. Yeah. Chubbs's. Hey, are you going to Chubbs's tonight? Yeah, I'll see you at Chubbs's. <laughs> Is everybody else at Chubbs's? Yeah. Ooh, you release right. the second album and you actually call it See You at Chubbs's because it becomes oh, an inside joke man. among you and your friends where it's like every time you guys are going out, it's like, all right, we'll see you at Chubbs's. Like it just, even if you guys like aren't going, uh, it, it becomes like this joke where it's like you guys go to a funeral and you're like, all right, see you at Chubbs's. But really, oh, man, man. Funeral. So like it's just who an inside dies? joke. Yeah. Who died? At the, the funeral? Yeah. Who died? A bunch of us know that person. Um, it was a town hero. Oh, okay. It was this guy, uh, Melvin Pendles. And he was close enough to several comedians that we went to. No, the whole, like the whole town went, dude. Oh, why? Because he was a, a hero. He was a hero of Austin. What made him heroic? Uh, he went to, uh, Austin high. And a lot, a lot of people probably have. He led uh, the basketball team to four straight championships. Okay. He was going to go to uh, play in college and definitely join uh, the pros. Yeah. But uh, he was shot in both ankles. So um, this sucks, Pat. Yeah. So everyone, he's kind of like the, like a, a what, a, you know, what could have been kind of thing. And we're. We all, the whole town, I adores this guy so much that we all show up at his funeral. Yep. They never found the, the, the shooter. And they poured, like, all their resources in. Like, no one committed any crimes out of respect for the cops who were trying to find out who shot this guy. Jesus Christ. Um, but after a month, they, they were like, this case has gone cold. There's been one guy this whole time who's still trying to solve the case. Yeah. Yeah. 
One cop? Or like one citizen? Oh, no. He's a cop. Okay. And he's a damn good cop. Who is he? His name is Milo Fingal. This guy- What's his rank? He is a detective. Detective? Yeah. Milo Fingal? Yeah. And he is a damn good cop, dude. And like, But he's like pretty intense. He has so many failed marriages because like- his thing is that like he loves to fall in love, but after afterward it cools down quickly. And he's clearly like a work addict. So he's always at work, got a trench coat, you know. Yeah. He has like just he just has like a huge thing of coffee at yeah. all times, huge thing of whiskey at oh, all times. Oh man. Yikes. And he just goes back and forth between them. Yeah, it's probably not a good LTR setup. Yeah. He like know? uh sometimes like when he's uh out with his friends and stuff. Yeah, like he has friends. Um, they're more like 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 acquaintances, people that he's like met over the years and stuff. He other, probably doesn't want anybody to get too close. Yeah, other yeah. kind of like these guys are like private eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. And he goes like it's like a cop bar. Yeah, you know? okay. What's it called? Uh, it's called the Slammer. Oh no, it's called the Slammer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cops and and, and oh, go there. The Slammer. Yeah. So, oh, uh, like, so, like, he'll that go in there, awful. and, like, some guy will come in, and, like, you know, it turns out that uh, Milo has had maybe a few too many whiskeys, and he's sitting at the bar, yeah. and someone bumps into him, and he's like, oh, sorry, man, and then he's like, you don't know what I've seen, and, like, throws the guy out the window and Jesus stuff. Christ, Yeah, he's Milo. seen some shit, man. Like, he's a, he's been a private detective for a long time. He, yeah, this guy, when you think of gumshoes, it's this guy. Yeah. Milo Fingal, a damn good cop. So he's been investigating the shooting, but even he can't find anything. Man, that sucks. Sorry, Milo. He's actually the only person in town who doesn't go to the funeral because he's too busy working on the case. Yeah. So the rest of the city of Austin goes, goes to, this, to the yeah, funeral. They go to the funeral. Where's the funeral at? The Austin, that, uh, that, semi- what is it? That fest- is, I think it's on Kamal and 7th. Like 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 the, the state. The, okay, they fit a million plus people in. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Fuck it's this. it's a very long it's a it's a long funeral. They keep doing it over and over again because people are like walking through and stuff like that and processing the grief. How many get through at a time? Fifty. Fuck you. Fuck you, Pat. What? Fuck you. He's buried right next to uh, the American sniper. Do you think he's buried there? Yeah, Pat. Is he that where he's buried? I don't really give a shit. So anyway, so uh, so that was Jeez. a funeral that, that that you went to when you said uh, meet me at Chubbs. So you guys are, uh, are hanging out, and there's this that dart. Sucks. There's this dart tournament going on, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it, it's ten bucks to enter." Like whatever. And you uh, and you don't have a lot of memories about like playing darts no you're no like good ones you're like i'm sure that i've done it before but i just can't really remember um for and like for a second you have like a flashback of like uh two darts coming towards your eyeballs what the flashback ends you're like what the hell is that about and so you go up you uh you enter and um god damn it if you're not wrecking shop bullseye after bullseye after bullseye to the point where people are almost scared to be around you. Like, like you, like after like you're done 
throwing, chucking, chuck, chucking them darts, as you call them. Uh, after <laughs> That's done, what I call it. Yeah. After you're done chucking, you go over to like the bar to get like some water and like people are like walk kind of like backing up, like showing healthy respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a moment, you feel like uh, Dracula. You feel like a monster and you think to yourself, maybe I've become one. So you end up uh, in this dart tournament going up against uh, this guy who was uh, your bully in high school. He was a real piece of work. Uh, His name is Brian Stevenson Jones. His last name is hyphenated. Uh, His father got married, uh, remarried rather, and uh, they just did that like double last name. And uh, he made all his kids take it too. Yeah, non-traditional. He had all his kids take it too. Um, uh, So he from now he was Brian Jones, then became Brian Stevenson Jones. Yeah, man. He's not happy about it. Yeah, why would you be? You know, if you're that kid. Yeah. He saw life through a lens that you and I can't possibly imagine. Yeah. People call him the hyphen. So you go up against him and um, he just kind of sneers at you. And he's like, what's up? butthead you're still alive and kicking <laughs> yeah i said yeah i'm an adult I, what are you doing man how long are you gonna hang on to whatever this thing is i'm an adult you're an adult we have separate adult lives like are you okay he looks at you he goes you tell me he throws the dart without even looking bullseye great you're good at darts man that's i'm 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 really happy for you I hope you find a life outside of this, and I hope that you're okay and you find peace in whatever it is you're doing. So I'm not going to keep playing these games. I'm here to play one game, and that's throwing darts. And I then I just I just throw, I ignore him, and I just throw. It goes right down the middle, splits his dart in half. Yeah, fuck you. The crowd goes insane. Yeah. You look over at the hyphen. His face is redder than anything you ever thought was possible. Yeah. He grabs another dart. He's like, all right, one more throw each. And the announcer is like, this is for all the marbles. How many marbles are we talking here? Um, You win $300,000. Damn, that's a lot of marbles. Yeah. Well, a lot of people entered. Yeah. So um, uh, BSJ grabs his dart. All his darts say BSJ on them. Sure. Of course they would. The, uh, the tip is like, like is made to look like his face. The tip? Like, like like the sharp part. Yeah. How's it made to look like his face? It's hard to explain, but it's pretty abstract. So you <sighs> what the fuck, watch him as he goes forward. Right as he's about to release, someone in the audience yells, hyphen. And he goes, what? And the dart goes wide. Whoa. Where does it land? It lands like right above it, like into the wall. Uh huh. And he threw it so hard that the like the wall crumbles a little bit. There's like a there's a hole. Oh wow! And on the other side of uh, the bar, there's like two sides of this bar um, that just happened to open up the uh, the bathroom. And there was a, a man in there uh, taking a dump, and he goes, <laughs> "What the heck?" <laughs> so then you go up, you throw it right down the middle, you fucking win. Three, I beat the hyphen. Yeah, you three hundred thousand dollars for the rest of your life. You wonder who yelled out hyphen. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, almost like it had like buttery, dulcet tones to it. Oh, but you can't man quite place it. Yeah. 
So you win three hundred thousand uh, dollars. You watch the hyphen walk in the rain all the way back to his uh, car. Part the car is actually sort of like a, a beat up old Chevy. Yeah, man. You start to realize, and he like gets in and goes, boom! Finally turns on, and you realize that maybe life uh, hasn't been so kind to the hyphen. I hope this serves as a wake up call for him. And like, I would, I would somehow find a way to contact him. Yeah, like on online, some Facebook or something. And I would let him know, like, hey, I hope you're doing okay. You know, I know things can be tough sometimes. I know we weren't ever very close. In fact, quite the opposite. But as far as I'm concerned, that's water under the bridge. We're both adults now. If I can ever help you out with anything, let me know. You send it, and um, it goes into his, like, requests. He accepts it. And he says, like, scene. Uh-huh. And it has those, like, bubbles yeah. where someone's typing something. Yeah. And uh, he just sends you a photo of his asshole. Okay. That's fine. And it says, fuck you, Aaron, on the cheeks. Yeah. I'd be upset, too, if I just lost $300,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be very mad. So, um, But you- I wouldn't write, fuck you, hyphen, on my ass cheeks and send him a picture of my asshole. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, it's it's easy to put, uh, you know, you can't judge a man until you walk in his shoes. Yeah. So um, So anyway, so you use that money to uh, buy this house in uh, East Austin. Yeah. You call it. My house? You call it the Manor. Oh, on no. On Manor. No. Because it's on Manor Road. Ugh. And so. Um, you live sucks. And it's, it's a pretty nice place. Like, you, you, you love it. You didn't you, like you hadn't seen yourself being able to buy a home for quite some time, if ever. Yeah. So you're like, this is, this feels pretty good. Yeah. To finally have this, it's a nice, a nice place. Um, four bedrooms, living room, family room. There's a drawing room. Yeah. Uh, you know, two bathrooms. And uh, it's it's weird because the the backyard is pretty big. It's covered. There's a canopy of trees that cover the top. Yeah. So like no one can see in, uh-huh. and uh, unless you have the lights on, it's like fucking dark. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like a little cave action. Yeah, man. So uh, you're living there, and it's pretty. It's pretty good. You enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, uh, you hear uh, like a voice from um, the faucet in the bathroom. The faucet. Yeah, it's like you can hear. Pat. Like like you walk in, and you just hear like Aaron. You're doing great. It's like it's like positivity. It's not like it's terrifying. I never tell anyone. But when you go in to wash your hands, like you just hear like, "Aaron, be yourself. No one else can be you." I never acknowledge it. I never at any point. <clears throat> the first time I, <laughs> the first time it would probably shock me. Yeah, and I would like, you know, I would look around, and then in that moment I go, "Well, you have to make a choice right now." <laughs> You have to pretend like you never hear this ever again. Because maybe it'll just go away. Yeah. You know? Um, It does eventually. Yeah. But uh, for the first few months that you're living there, you'll go in to use the bathroom and you'll just hear like, um, you know, uh, try your best. Because as long as you do that, there's no such thing as failure. I love you, Aaron. 
I never acknowledge it. And what happens is one day you're in there and it's talking and it's doing its usual thing. It's you know telling you how. So it's talking the whole time. Every time. Um, I no, go not in every there. time you go in there. I mean, it's not like every not every time you go into the bathroom. Uh, sometimes you think it's gone away, but then like it'll be like, "Hey, Aaron, nice shorts." That I just relish the times when it's not there. Sure. Yeah, and you yeah. appreciate it, man. You appreciate life. Yeah. Uh, and so one day you're in there and it's doing its usual thing. Like I said, you know, Aaron, as long as you try and as long as you try your best and as long as you're a good person everything will work out and then you just hear like a weird low growl from the faucet you're like and you just hear it go oh no it it's cerebus and then um it's like eaten alive you hear it screams as this uh other voice devours it from then on out not a sound comes from that goddamn faucet, dude. You know, don't you love it when problems work themselves out? So uh, one day you're hanging out, uh, you get a phone call. <laughs> yeah. You look down, and there's uh, just an L Yeah, as the uh, call ID. What do you do? <laughs> I answer the phone. I say hello. They go, hi, Aaron. Uh, this is uh, Nick from the Lanalax Corporation, I have an income earning opportunity that I think you'd uh, really enjoy. How old are you, Aaron? I don't know how. What's what? When are we? This is a year from now. Oh, say, well, I am uh, thirty-five. And he goes, "Oh, cool. We're almost the same age. I'm thirty-three. The same age that Christ was when he was hung upon the cross." <laughs> Man, he goes. Anyway. He's like, yeah, I'd love uh, for you to come in and uh, talk to us. We're just running some trials. Uh, yeah. And we will pay you $50,000 to be a part of it. And you think $50,000. What kind of trials are we talking here, Nick? Medical stuff. You like know what? You, pills. But but that does what? Like uh, they um, they treat. Depression. OK. Because you really be helping out. He goes, he goes, he goes, it, it, it treats depression for children i'm not a child he's like yeah i know We've but established we have, that i'm 35 he's like, yeah but it's illegal to, to test on children so we have to but like what good is it going to do testing on an adult he's like well you know he goes i don't know i mean that's why we have our scientists and he kind of like laughs he's like i mean all these numbers it doesn't make sense to me you know i'm 33 years old Because, 50, you know, there's a fifty thousand. Can I talk to? Uh, do they? Can they like talk to us about what they're gonna do? Because, oh yeah, when you come in, look. How about this? Come on in. Um, you don't have to sign anything. You don't have to. You don't want to sign, and they'll they'll be able to explain it better than you. I mean, I'm just some fucking guy, you know. So I just won three hundred thousand dollars. Right? We used it all to buy a house. Okay. It was basically between that or funding, starting a business. You needed. Fifty thousand dollars to start a business, but you're like, you know what? Businesses fail all the time. Like, I'm just gonna. I think a, a much better investment at this point in my life with this money is to buy a house. So you buy a house, yeah. And when he says fifty thousand dollars, like it's like a ding bell goes off for a second. A light bulb appears above your head. What, Pat? It shatters into a million pieces. The glass goes everywhere. Ugh. So he um sucks. So he's like, yeah. So so you're like, yeah, I really want to start a business but it's a better thing to uh 
to get a house. And so you suddenly realize when that you know light bulb explodes above your head, that hot, that piping hot light bulb. It's so hot for a second you think to yourself, this would be hell's light bulb. And you realize like, oh, uh, $50,000, that's the exact amount I need to start my business. Yeah. You in, you're you trying to invent a bullshit detector. A bullshit detector, Pat? Yeah. It's a thing that lets you know if people are bullshitting you or not. So, um, but you need like $50,000 of seed money and it's kind of, it's hard to get investors and stuff like that. So, um, do you go down to uh, the Landlines Corporation to take a look at the, all this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, do I not have like a regular job anymore? Like, what am I doing? Um, you have a regular job and stuff, but you're kind of like tied up with like bills and debt and stuff like that. So you kind of have to, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you're being sued by your girlfriend's family. God damn it, Pat. You, uh, come on. <laughs> what? You and uh, your girlfriend were, were hanging out and you went to this like science exhibit. Yeah. Uh, and there was uh, this company there, Sugiyaki Industries. Yeah. And they had this um, great like particle acceleration ray type thing. And um, oh, a weaponized particle accelerator. Yes. And so great. So it you seem safe. And you pick up you pick up the, the gun. I grab it. Why is it not under glass? It's just or- out because it's like it's a hands on science exhibit, man. Science is hands on. They're going to let everyone handle a weaponized particle accelerator. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe ostensibly. All you know is you walk there and it's out on display. Maybe they're going to put it underneath some glass. I don't know. All I know is that they left it alone. I'm just telling you what happens. So you pick up the the ray gun. Yeah. And you like pew 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 pretending, and your girlfriend's like cracking up. This is like a routine you guys do sometimes. I just fake shoot her with a gun. No, just shoot. Not shooting her. You just oh. shoot around oh, and okay. like pretend you're a cow. Like a Still. you pretend you're like a lonely. You go, I'm a lonely cowboy as you shoot it, uh, and you go pew pew pew. But then you accidentally do shoot it. Yeah. The laser beam hits your girlfriend and rather than destroy her, it has her like evolve to her next form, to humanity's next form. She's got beautiful wings, colors upon colors upon colors. Her entire body has uh, turned blue. And she has complete mastery over every particle in her body. And she goes... Whoa. Okay. She's like, well, uh, I think I'm going to go explore the cosmos because, you know, I have all these powers now. So, Aaron, it's been it's been real. Um, I have a feeling I'm not going to age anymore. So uh, you'll see me again. She flies away into outer space. Great. At incredible speed. Great. I just got dumped by an interstellar being that I created with a left out particle accelerator. Yeah. And I get sued? Yeah, because they're like, you did this to our daughter. She's gone. And like, Well, I'm suing the fucking Sukiyaki people for leaving a goddamn particle accelerator out. You know? Well, they, yeah, but they have like signs up that say like particle oh, accelerator. Oh, do they? Yeah. They do. They, 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 have, they have something that will turn an adult woman into an immortal space traversing being, but they're not going to put it behind a goddamn rope or in front of a security guard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Fuck look, you. Mistakes were made. How much money do I owe for this egregious crime, Pat? Um, You uh, you basically uh, end up owing them. 
$900,000. So I win $300,000 of this 900 and I, I don't pay any of it off. No. I owe them $900,000. I win $300,000 and I'm allowed to keep it and buy a house. Well, the way, you know why? Because you did it in cash. You didn't leave any fucking trail, dude. So how can I prove it's my house? Um, it you can't. It's it's under someone else's name. Great, great. Who whose name? Just a buddy of yours. Uh, it's under Ben Sherlock's name. Why would it be under Ben Sherlock's name? So it's not under your name, so they can't find you. Could you pay with cash? This sucks, Pat. So you do owe some money and then everything. And well, I better I better make this fucking fifty thousand dollar dent in this almost of a million dollars. So um that sucks. Do you so do you do it? Do you go down to Landline Corporation? Yeah, Pat, I do. So you go down and um you meet uh it's it's just like a one on one meeting with uh their head scientist. She's like, Hey, my name is Cindy Poppins. She goes, Yep. Uh-huh. Cindy Poppins. Yeah. So she um she's a doctor yeah she's had she's head sci- head of science for the landlines corporation cindy poppins one eye is green and one eye is blue okay cool that's a fun thing to know so she's like um she just explains everything she's like look we're trying to treat uh depression in children uh so it's it's really cool that you agree to do this there's a, a bunch of kids who are gonna you know owe you their lives pretty much but um, so basically she like explains the science behind it and actually kind of makes sense. You're like, oh, I get why you have to do this. She puts your mind at ease like no one ever has before. Great. She's like, I mean, there's also like a 30 percent chance you'll get a placebo. So, you know. And they're going to pay me fifty thousand dollars in cash. Why does this pay so good? Because they're like, well, because they're like, what well, this is if this is a huge thing, it's important if we're able to cure depression in children like it's going to more than make up for that $50,000. Also, the first 200,000 people that register for it get it free. What? The first 200,000 children get the medication for free. And they all get a crisp $100 bill. Why? Because they're like, it's important. We really need to help these kids. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Fine. I mean, yeah. If, it, if what are the side effects of this pill? She's like, um, you might like feel a little gassy, and you might Always, get baby. You might get like a like. A, how much sleep do you normally get? I don't know. Between like five and seven hours. Okay, because you'll probably be sleeping like more like eight hours when you take this for the first like two days. Okay. So it, it is gonna it is gonna be you know set an alarm. It is gonna make you a little sleepy. So she passes you the uh, bottle of pills. Yeah. It says Brooks on it. The only other thing on there is a blue L. Okay. Do you take the first pill? Yeah. You take it. You down it with a nice cold glass of chocolate milk. Your head explodes immediately. What the fuck, Pat? Two minutes later, you sit up. Jesus Christ. She's like, huh, it's never happened before. I just regenerated a head. She goes, yeah, I guess so. That's kind of strange. 
Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, look, you think it is? You look. You're to, a fucking doctor. That's a little strange. You look to your left, and suddenly you realize you can now see through walls. Great. You have X-ray vision. Awesome. She goes. Any other like any side effects? How are you feeling? No. I goes, lie to her, and I go, "Look, uh, I want to leave." And she goes, "Okay, well, look, I have I, the, I have the fifty thousand for you. Yeah, but if you take another pill." I'll give you another fifty thousand. I mean, look, we we clearly resurrected you. It's not like I'll I'll think about it. I'll take the pills with me. Okay, I want that fifty grand. She goes. She hands it to you. She. I got it right here, dude. Fifty large. You Bitch. count through it. It's fifty large. Dude. Yeah. So you leave. You go home. Yeah. I'm terrified. What do you do with the pills? Um. I keep them for a while. Yeah. Do you ever take another one? Um, I think I would take part of one. You take like a half of it? Probably like a quarter of it. Quarter of it? You, uh, you know, down it with some water? Yeah. Suddenly you like choke to death. Two minutes later, you like sit back up. You're resurrected. So this pill and now kills me and then resurrects me and gives me a superpower. In addition to uh, x-ray vision, you now uh, can fly. I can fly? Yeah. How high? Dude, as high as you want to go. How fast? Uh, eight, 90 miles an hour. I can fly at 90 miles an hour. If you push hour. yourself and you have like x-ray vision, your dick's gotten a little bit bigger too. All right. I take another quarter pill. You take another quarter pill. Um, suddenly your like, uh, throat is like slit by nothing. Ugh. You bleed out. Two minutes later, you sit back up. So now in addition to the x-ray vision, the ability to fly in a, uh, you just roll your eyes. Yeah. And a, uh, slightly larger <laughs> penis. You now have superhuman strength. You can lift up to a hundred tons. Okay, great. So what do you do? I take another quarter pill. You take another quarter pill, and now you, um, in addition to everything. Yeah. How do I die this time? Uh, what happens is a uh, airplane it had exploded. Wait, what? An air- oh, wait, no, never mind. Sorry. What happened was uh, you just, it were engulfed in flames instantly. <laughs> okay. You incinerate. Two minutes later, you sit back up. What can I do now? Now, in addition to uh, x-ray vision, flight, a slightly larger penis, superhuman strength, uh, you also now have the ability to turn invisible. What do you okay. do? I finish off that pill. You take the last bit of it. The second, the, the last quarter of the second pill. Yeah. How many more pills do I have? It's 10. Okay. The last one that you take, um, the last quarter. Yeah. Okay. Your uh, stomach suddenly just is like ripped open. Your testes go out, and it's just blood everywhere. Yeah. Two minutes later, you like sip, you die. Two minutes later, you sit back up, and now you have the ability to stretch every part of your body. Every part of my body. Every part of your body. God damn. As far as you want to, no limit. Okay. So at this point, I'm tapping out. Okay. I have. Superhuman strength, invisibility, 
flying ability, x-ray vision, super stretch, and a little bit larger penis. And superhuman strength. Yeah, I think I said strength. Oh, sorry. Either way, I'm the most powerful being that's ever known the history of the Earth. Yeah. So what do you do? So you got a phone call before you can like think of anything? It's the Landlax Corporation? Yeah. Hey, buddy, it's, uh, it's Nick from the Landlax Corporation. How you feeling? I feel good, Nick. I wish uh, one of these things would have made me like invincible. What are you talking about? Or like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Let's not fuck around here. What? Yeah, these pills. What about them? They're giving me special abilities. He goes, huh. He goes, have you told anyone? Just you, baby. He goes, all right, well, that seems... uh. Kind of strange. I'm going to just get the, the, the head of uh, science on the phone, okay? One second. Yeah. She picks up the phone. She's like, what's going on? You have superhuman abilities now? Yeah, yeah. She goes, what are you going to do with them? Uh, I don't know. I wish there was something that could make me invincible. Or like, you know, bulletproof. Some sort of a shield. And she's like, that's weird. She's like, you should probably come in so we can like observe you. Make sure I don't think okay. I'm going to do that. And she goes, what? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stop taking these pills. But I, I don't want to She's like, "Okay, well look, Aaron, I can't force you anything you don't want to do, but Okay, thank you. I think we're maybe done here. You should probably come in. We should probably make sure there's no side effects or anything." I'm okay. Thank you. So you hang up. Because here's what's going to happen. What? Either I'm, they're they're going to find out that there's some freak genetic cancer thing that's enveloping all of my cells. You know, because of this. Yeah. Or everything's fine, and they're going to try to get control a lot over me. Yeah. You know? I'm just going to avoid them. I'm going to move somewhere far away. Yeah. So you you kind of decide, like, all right, you have- Selling my house. You have these plans. You, you like you bring uh, your computer out to the, uh, the outdoor canopy, you know? Uh, and you type a whole thing about how you're selling your house, blah, blah, blah. You start looking up places to live- Hawaii, you think would be pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe the Windy City, Chicago, the Big Apple. Who knows? And uh, so it takes you a few hours to, to get all this stuff done. Uh, you, you start talking to some people who want to come in. You start making appointments and stuff like that. Uh, and then you uh, die from uh, the side effects of taking the pill. Yeah. You get a uh, radiation poisoning. Sure. Why not? And uh, you slowly turn into mist. Great. A gust of wind cool. comes down and you're just blown apart. Blown apart. Great. Wonderful. Cool. You should have went into the doctors. <laughs> they just wanted to help you and you said no. No, because then I'm going in there they would have kept me. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows? But now you're, all your particles are dust in the wind. Blown away forever. Same old song. It's a drop of water in an endless sea. You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs>